Welcome to the All In NYG Podcast. Finish, finish, finish. A special limited run, eight-episode series celebrating the 10th anniversary of the franchise's fourth Super Bowl championship. The ball game's over, and the Giants have won Super Bowl 46. Presented by PNC Private Bank, the official wealth management partner of the New York Giants. All in. We will not be denied. A Giants Huddle podcast special. Well, it's been 10 years um, since Super Bowl 46, and we are here to celebrate this, this, this magical season here on the All In Podcast, Captain's Edition. And I think everyone knows the guy that's sitting to my left, Mr. Eli Elite Manning himself. Um, and we just want to, you know, reminisce uh, about, you know, what a special year that was and the teammates and, and, and the stories that a lot of, maybe some things that people didn't hear about, don't know about. So let's just get into it. Eli, there was this one moment that kind of, for me personally, set the season off and set the tone for our season. And uh, our good Michael K asked you a question on his show. Is Eli Manning an elite quarterback? Are you a top five, top 10 quarterback? Yeah, I think uh, I am. Are you in the Tom Brady class? Yeah, I mean, I I consider myself in, in that class. And I love the way you answered it because the typical Eli Manning answer to a question like that was to talk about the team, talk about, you know, you know, all the things that you've always talked about from, the, you know, taking this, the spotlight off of you. But you didn't do that this time. No, I think um, I think just because it was such a direct question, it was like, do you consider yourself a, an elite quarterback, a top five quarterback in, in the NFL? And I think. Like, I think any athlete, you always do. You think, like, hey, I can win every game. I can make every throw. I can, you know, I've won a championship already. We can win. I know we can win championships. And so, you know, it just felt good about how I could play and that I was, you know, felt like I was kind of coming into the prime of my of my football career. But I think it was just such a direct question that I just said, heck, yeah, I'm a good quarterback. And I think the reason why it became such a, a big thing was because it was so different from – what the typical Eli answer would have been. Right. <laughs> but I agree with you, though, because it was such a direct question. And I think that statement, it obviously set the tone for what you wanted to accomplish this year because you know you had to go out and prove it. You got to go perform, right? You, you got to go kind perform. Of, you got you to back up your words. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's kind of the part of, of football. If you're going to be a guy and you're going to talk and you're going to say something, you, you got to back it up. Yep. And, and whether you say it to the team, whether you say it to the media, you know, the words, words only mean so much. It's, you know, no doubt. What, what your actions uh, are that, re- that really kind of carry the weight amongst the teammates, amongst the media fans. That's, that's the most important thing. And so, you know, we'd, we'd missed the playoffs two years, you know, in a row. We, you know, we'd played decent football. We're right there at the mix. But I think you always kind of get to that make or break season where you got to, you got to prove that you are an elite quarterback and you got to prove that you are a championship contender team. And it's, that's offense, that's defense, that's everybody kind of coming back together and doing it. It's, you know, it's, it, it is a definitely, uh, you know, what have you done for me lately uh, league when you're in the NFL. Absolutely. And I think, you know, that's, that's the great thing about football is like you never know when you're going to have a championship season. Like in 07, we didn't know. We had no idea. But after that, you kind of feel like you have the ability. Like once you've done it once, you're like, well, we, you know, we can do it again. You know, we still had a great nucleus from that, that first team in 07. Still a lot of key guys, but you needed other guys to step up and you needed more, more role players. And there's definitely a lot of kind of unknowns going into that season and, and you know I'm, I mean I know more of the offensive side sure. than you but like you know Victor Cruz I was just gonna say that's a great segue you know obviously starting that season off right we didn't get off to the start that we wanted we go down to Washington on, on 
but we lose that game. Just to kind of bring in Victor's on that. Victor's a guy, you know, it wasn't that pre. I think everybody thinks it was that, that preseason. It was the pre. It was, it was a previous, previous preseason. preseason. Yeah, yeah. It yep. was the 2010 preseason where he had the big game with the Jets. That next year he kind of had some hamstrings and injuries and was on an IR and practice squad and. And so it was kind of, but he had a good preseason going into this camp and we'd worked hard that whole off season because it was a lockout year. If you yep. forget that, it was yep. a lockout year. So there was no kind of mini camps and, and OTAs and, and all those things that we normally would do as a quarterback. That's where you work with your receivers and new guys and get them up to speed. And so, you know, I was working with Victor a ton because he was a local guy at Hoboken High School yep. and different places and had really time to kind of teach him the offense like slowly and put up cones and kind of set things up for him to learn that offense at the time where he had a lot of reads to make and it takes time for these young guys to go. So I kind of had a feeling he was going to be our slot receiver and I said, well, you got to learn this. And the first game, Washington, the first, first third down, it's like third and ten. I throw him a little option around. He makes a great read. He breaks out. I hit him right in the thing. Dropped. Dropped. And it's like, and all the coaches are like, uh-oh. Like, you know, <laughs> get him out. Get him out. He, he can't yeah. do it. And it was just kind of everybody was a little bit in panic mode right from the get-go, and, and we lose that game. I kind of want to jump to kind of what, you know, the highlight of our early season. We go down to Philly. For some reason, we don't normally play that well down there. We've had right. some ups and downs down there, but, like, that's not a place where I, I feel like we've played our best football. And they have obviously a stout, talented football team. That was the dream team. It's the right? dream that was team, the dream right? Team before the season. Um, you know, you know, Philly fans are going to be rocking. That place is always. They always love, hate to see us come there, right? So, just walk me through. You know what that week looked like from the offensive side of, of the ball. Yeah, I mean, I think that week of practice, it was still Brandon Stokely was kind of had come in. He was playing some in the slot, but he was trying to pick up this offense. It was very new mm. for him to have to make reads as a slot. He kind of just said, hey, here's your route, and you go run it. And that's what he did for his whole whole career. Sure. Now, all of a sudden, he's having to, a lot going on. So, we're, you know, I'm doing a lot with him, still trying to keep Victor's confidence up and, and kind of pump him up. But that week going into Philly, uh, I was throwing extra routes with, with Brandon, and he, he pops a hamstring. hamstring. So, he's now he's out. So, now it's, you know, hey, it's like, you know, jobs like, Victor, you're, you're the guy. You're the slot guy. You know, let's go. We need you now. Time you got to rise to the occasion, and then you know, and he did early in the game. They came out with a um, an all-out blitz, and he just kind of you know he had an outside released, you know, 15-yard in route, but he kind of you know widened. He felt the pressure. He just peaked, and I I hit him. Manning back to throw. Zips one left. Caught by Cruz. Runs out of a tackle to the 40. Up to midfield. Makes another man miss to the 45. Down the left sideline. There goes Cruz. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown Giants. 74 yards. Goes 75 yards for a touchdown and salsas and, and there we go. But, uh, you know, he ends up having a you know, couple more catches and at the end of the game on a great catch, kind of going over two guys, catching it, diving in the end zone to really kind of give us the win, give us the lead, and, and give us the win in that game. And that was a big game. We'd always, you know, we kind of struggled in, uh, against the Eagles. And yeah. so going there, winning that game, and kind of having, you know, Victor emerge as kind of a rising star to go along with Akeem Nix, who had, you know, been playing well and done great things, Mario Manningham on the outside. So we kind of felt like, hey, we got, we got three receivers now, you know, outside, when you have that outside receiver that's a threat, they start doubling the outsides and it leaves the middle of the field wide open. That's where you need that slot receiver 
to be able to win in the inside, and that's what Victor was able to do. And then he has that big play potential where, hey, you can throw him the short passes. He's like a running back. Hey, he can make guys miss. And I swear he ran like a 4-7, but when he got the ball in his hand, he ran a 4-4. Like, I don't, know, I don't know what happened. No one ever caught him. Yeah, uh, but, you know, he was just a, uh, you know, then, you know, things started clicking a little bit. And from there, you know, instantly my mind just goes to New England. All right, we got to go up there, play in Foxborough on a, on a Sunday night game. <laughs> For obvious reasons, this is a big game. Sure. But the theme of Eli's season to me that year was his fourth quarter heroics. Philly was the first one, right? We were down in the fourth quarter. And yep. you, you helped us get some scores in late in that game to, to, to secure the win. But the one that really, really resonates with me is New England because they do not lose at home, right? right? We obviously know how tough that team is. And we talked about you know, unsung heroes or the emergence of people who we don't necessarily, you know, see on the front page of our pregame booklet, right? Sure. Jake Ballard. You know, that was kind of like his coming out. Some of the catches that he made, some of the timely first downs, the, the awesome catch in the back of the end zone. Yeah. You know, just kind of talk about his maturation throughout the season. Yeah, kind of the same thing with, you know, he had a lot of reads to make at that tight end, and we gave him lots of options. And in the middle of the season, he was getting – a little bit more mature, more confident, you know, in that fourth quarter, we're down, kind of a two-minute drive. He had a great third down catch, you know, yeah, over the middle, middle, kind of, you know, high above his head, and that was a huge play right there. Then we get down to the two-yard line and have a little play action, hit him in the corner of the end zone for, for the touchdown. But, you know, it, it's those type of games that help a young player kind of rise up and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm starting to get it. You know, the hard work has paid off. You know, that, now they have to have the mindset of not being content and still wanting to get better and still want to improve. But when you have fourth quarter, two-minute drives wins, that, that is a team win because it's not just the offense. That's, that's the defense getting a key stop yeah. at, at the end of the game. And I think it helps the defense when you win a couple of those, when you know it's like, hey, we got to have a stop here because we get the yep. ball back to the offense, they're going to go win the game. i got to get your take on this because – it had to feel good to beat Tom Brady in New England. Like, let's just be honest, right? And I'm, I'm, I'm very frank in it. The guy is one of the, if not the best quarterback to ever play the game. You know, there's no argument there. But you have his number. I think, honestly, I think you have Tom Brady's number. You're the, nah. one, you're the one that sacks them. You're the one that gets safeties against them. I mean, just watching Tom, you know, what I've been most impressed, he's always so just calm and cool Boys. in the pocket. Like, yep. he just stands there. There's guys, like, running around. His feet aren't moving, and he's so – his feet, like, are, are just implanted in the ground. Went almost too much, maybe. <laughs> but the Super Bowl in 07, you sacked him a bunch. And, and then that game, y'all are all over him. It's like tree trunks. It's the only, only team I've ever seen really where he gets rattled, I feel like, a little bit, is the Giants because of, of you and OC and JPP. I mean, y'all are – you got three premier pass rushers in the game at the same time just, you know, going, going after them. I see what you did there, by the way. I don't, I don't I see, I switch it all there. around but but I think you know but I you know for playing New England in New England you knew what their record was at home like you know yeah. how how good they are at home Belichick and Brady I mean they're just they're a tough team always but especially uh, in their own stadium so I think for the team that's like a big that's a big win and so we knew we were a good team like we knew we played everybody tough we had the ability to beat every team we played and I think when you go against these top quarterbacks and, and top teams you want to play well you know, that's how you're being compared you know so you want to go out and kind of beat the the best quarterbacks that are that are out there because they're usually on the best teams as well now in in, in Giants fashion <laughs> we normally start off pretty good right I think All we right. started off six and two hit November 
<laughs> yeah, November's no good. Yeah, the weather yeah. changed. I don't know what. I don't it know is. what happened in November, but like <laughs> we start out six and two, we hit November, and then we I think we lose four straight, right? But I'm not going to harp on that. Nobody wants to hear about that. Let's let's get in the meat of our season. The last two games of the season, we have to win these two games to get in. Obviously, we're at home <laughs> against the Jets, and there's so many headlines heading into this game, right? It's you know obviously New York Giants versus New York Jets, the battle for New York. Rex Ryan and Brandon Jacobs. You have your matchup. I think the matchup that quarterback always looks at is that that cornerback. They got a guy named Darrell Revis there. Yeah. They cover up our you know, our Super Bowl trophies. All of this is like nonsense, right? It, and like it's all all of this. If you allow it to like feed into your mind heading into this week, then you're not preparing for the game. And I don't right. think I think we did a really good job of blocking all that noise out, right? That wasn't the narrative in the locker room. The narrative was. This is a game that we need to win, and we're in playoff mode. Because I know on the defensive side of the ball, we were licking our chops to get out to Mark Sanchez. Sure. I mean, we felt like it was a great matchup. But just speak to, you know, what that game meant to you. I think, and that's, you know, because of how important it was to the season that year. I mean, if you play them the first game of the season, it might be a little bit different. Yeah. But when you play them second to last game, we got, you know, we're fighting for a playoff spot. They're kind. Of, they're fighting for sure. a playoff spot, also. And Rex Ryan and Tom Coughlin, they kind of do, you know, give you all the billboard material you want, right? Sure. I mean, they got the. We played them in the preseason the year before. You know, they they hit my helmet and you know I got blood off. You know, they got that like on their playbooks on every single playbook. And so, you know, they, they kind of they're doing it. everything. But for us, hey, let's just let's worry about the game. Let's worry about the preparation, and let's go play. And I think when you go against those Rex Ryan defenses, I mean, they're complex. They got. You know, Cromartie on the one corner, they got Revis in the other corner. So I think, uh, you know, it's a hard preparation week from a quarterback's standpoint and the offensive line for all the different calls going on. And so, you know, their offense was just was just kind of okay and not not great. And so for us, it's like, hey, you know, be patient. Don't force things. Don't turn the ball over. Don't make it easy for them you know and I think that's kind of the mindset and you know they're gonna they're gonna get you a couple of times they're gonna have a blitz zero just hey don't don't turn that into an interception don't turn that into a sack fumble yep. and obviously the, the play of the game you know there at the end we're backed up on another our, option route yeah we're backed up <laughs> on our, our one yard line it's third and ten and he runs the option route then I hit Victor Cromartie kind of does a fake I don't want to tackle this guy uh, you know, deal, and so he goes by him, and again, the 4-7 the speed, speed yeah, turns to exactly a 4-4. Four, and running out of a tackle down the right sideline is Victor Cruz, chased by Smith, hurdles over him, to the 30, to the 20, to the 10, to the 5, touchdown Giants, 99 yards! For me, I always look at, like, turning points in the season of turning points in the game. That was the turning point, and after that, it's funny. I don't even remember. I, I remember it being just like a domination after that. Yeah, my and, Ahmad Bradshaw had oh a, great, yeah, Ahmad, a great run, yeah, a great run, kind of down this, you know, just that was kind of ran cap. over a safety there. You know, and got yeah, the Ahmad, you know, it's funny because Ahmad was not necessarily known for like that type of running. He was known for breaking tackles and being kind of that tough runner that everyone on the team come to love. But he hadn't had like that Brandon Jacobs type demolishing blow from running back and like for a guy that small to run as hard as he did and kind of cap that win. I just remember like the explosion on our sideline when we saw that, right? And, you know, I think that just kind of fed into the next week because, again, we're still in the same mode, right? We're still in the same mode of win or go home. We have our biggest rival in the Dallas Cowboys coming here on Sunday night. And it's, you know, 
they win, they go to the playoffs. We win, we go to the playoffs. Yeah. And just, yeah, I mean, that was a big game. We just played them two yeah. weeks before, right? We just played them two weeks before with a huge game in Dallas. Yep. We're down two scores late late in the game. You know, I hit uh, Keem Nix on a couple corner routes, hit Jake Ballard for a touchdown, you know, take the lead. And then, you know, they drive down. They got a chance to kick the field goal. And, you know, again, Yo. talking about your boy, JPP, just yeah. come and, you know, box a field goal to, you know. And, and so I think, obviously, a huge play in that season also and you know but now we got to play you know play them again now we're at home and a chance yeah like you said winner goes into the playoffs but yeah, Victor Cruz obviously makes another great he play. does a great another catch. option rotted right he has one where I kind of got he ran the seam down the middle I kind of got you know spun out and rolled to the left and he goes up and makes a big catch down the left side Lenny goes across midfield to the 40 to the 30 to the 20 to the 10 to the 5 touchdown Victor Cruz 74 yards and he's done it again. And then, yeah, you know, it's it's kind of like, all right, you know, sometimes you have, hey, we did our part, D. Yeah, no, uh, we got the lead. And you, everyone knows I hate sack. Dallas. You get a sack, right? You get a sack to end the game. Yeah, right? I did. That play is probably one of my favorite plays of the, of the season. Get an opportunity to kind of end the game and sack Tony Romo. Now sacked by Tuck, fumbles the football. And the Giants have it. How's and that? that's your ball game. And they're celebrating in the aisles at MetLife Stadium. The New York Giants are the NFC East champions. Congratulations to the NFC East champions. Great job of finishing now. Great job of finishing this part of the season. Obviously, we end that game on a high note, and we're going into the playoffs playing our best football. And that's what you want. We also knew that we had so much more to get to. As a kid growing up, up, up in Alabama, I was not a Giants fan. But there's one distinct memory I have of playoff football in Giant Stadium was the White Towers. Mm-hmm. We obviously hadn't experienced that in MetLife. We have Atlanta coming in. And the first image of me on that football field is hearing the defense chants and the White Towers. And I'm like, goosebumps down both arms. Cause like, this is old school Giants football. Obviously it's the new stadium and you know, it's the first time being there. But this is like that feeling you want as a, as a football player in your place, bringing into the playoffs. We better than 07. Let's go. We got to put that together right now. Nope. They ain't built like us. Nope. They ain't built like us. They ain't ready for the we about to bring today. And I know it's not an individual battle with you, but like Matt Ryan, that offense, what was your thought process going in there as far as what we had to do to win this football game? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it was an important game, obviously, playoff game. But the, like you said, it's like a home playoff game. The last one we had was in 08. We lose to Philly. Like, Philly. we had one at home in a playoff game. And, and like, that, that's, yeah, something that, you know, should be a great, a great memory and a great, you know, experience to, to do. And so you just want to go out there and play well. You know they're, they're good on offense. Matt's playing well. Julio is playing well. And we knew the formula for us to play our best football is for us to have a lead and let the pass rushers be pass rushers mm-hmm. and let y'all go and sack quarterbacks. And that's how you force quarterbacks to make you know mistakes yes, or force we, balls. He's basically saying that's how we win football games. That's know, it. Yeah, I, I get it. You know, I get it. We, you know, y'all play well, we get a lead, and y'all play really well. And, you exactly. know, it, it's a team sport. And we, we help out each other. That's yep. the formula. And if it doesn't happen, we just got, hey, let's wing it, and yeah, we'll, some, we'll have a two-minute drive. Keep it play. close. Somebody Keep it close in play. the fourth, and let's go win it. But obviously, the, 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 the thing about that game, Akeem Nix played, yep. played off the charts early on. I threw him like a little underneath route, and you know he goes and breaks tackles and goes for 60 to get, you know, get an easy touchdown, has another great catch. 
in the back of the end zone, a little play action. But you know, but obviously, the, the really the plays of the game were the fourth and ones. You know, I was they, they ask had you about was that. it two or three? I it guess was two. There was two. It was two. Fourth and ones, you know, in their kind of territory where they're going, and y'all get stops. They're going to go for it here on fourth and one. Ryan's going to keep it. He got stopped. He didn't get there. Second time today, they've been stopped on fourth and inches by the big blue defense. And, and like from your vantage point, I know how it feels from a you know defensive perspective of, of getting those fourth and one stops. But what do you think that does to an offense, yeah. right? You know, if you're if you're on the other side, if you're the Matt Ryan and, that, and you you can't find a way to get that one yard, what does that do to the offense morale? Yeah, it's just it hurts morale. I think also like when you have a good drive, when you, you go you know you go 50 yards, yep. boom, yeah, you got a fourth and one. You have a good drive, you get no points. It's just it's just demoralizing, and and you don't get that one yard. It's a motivation for the defense, and then when we can get the ball on offense right after that and go, and go down and score, I mean, that's a game changer. Yeah. That's a 10-point game swing or 14-point swing right there, and for it to happen twice, you know, those are game-changing plays. And like you said, the formula, right? Get a lead and pass rush is pass rush. And, you know, probably the best pure pass rusher I ever played with and played and, and seen is OCMR. And him getting the, the kind of the slam dunk sack where he literally sacks Matt Ryan in between the old linemen to kind of, you know, cap it for us. Ryan back, sacked by Osi Uminura, and he closes it out. The New York Giants are on to the divisional round and a trip to Green Bay against the Packers. Yeah, obviously we win that game. Now we have to go face another familiar foe, another team that we had kind of let slip through our graphs in the regular season. We're out in, in Lambeau and we've, we've got some history there. It's not, it's not negative 26 or whatever it was, but it's still cold. And this team is, you know, number one seed for a reason. They have probably the best offense that year. They have the best record that year. They're playing at home, they're 15 and one. We come into that stadium and it's almost deja vu like. There's 32 teams in this league. Guess how many at home? That's right, baby. But guess what? We not. Well, just walk me through, you know, what's, what's your highlights? What's your memory of that game? Yeah, I mean, I remember yeah, early on, maybe the first series, you know, hit, hit Akeem Nix on a little in-breaking route. He's back to throw. He has time. Fastball over the middle. Caught inside Packer territory. He catches it. You know, safety tries to hit him and doesn't wrap up. He does a little spin move, and he goes, you know, goes another 40 yards for a touchdown. Nix runs out of a tackle. He's in the 35-30, 20. 15, 10, 5, touchdown Giants! So like right off the get-go, bang, we're scoring. We played them early in the season. It was high-scoring game that game yep. also. It was So we knew we could score against them. We knew we could move the ball and score. And it was really just, can we outscore Aaron Rodgers and, and that offense? Because they were, they were rolling. I mean, you know, Nelson and, and Jennings, and, and they had, you know, they, they were, yeah, they had, they were, they had players. Rolling. You know, so we got off to a good start, get that. And then defensively, y'all were ca causing turnovers left and right. And y'all were getting, you know, sacks. And then obviously, you know, right before halftime, there's just a few seconds left, and we throw a, a Hail Mary, and Akeem Nix goes and, and catches it before half to extend our lead. Heaves one down the middle of the field into the end zone, and Nix makes the catch for the touchdown. He went up with the big hands and caught it on the Hail Mary on the final play of the half. And so you, we, I mean, we go into halftime, I mean, we're, we're rolling, I mean, we're jumping, we're celebrating, we're feeling good, and again, we kind of have created what we knew we had, we needed a lead, the like lead. a lead, and you don't feel super safe with them because no, they're, they're explosive guy. offense. Sure. But again, the second half, more fumbles, more turnovers. Brandon starts running the ball hard and, and has a big run towards the end of the game to just to, 
expand the lead yep. and really, really knock it out. Hand off Jacobs. Cuts back to the right. Jacobs turns the corner at the 10. He's to the 5, to the goal line. Touchdown, Giants! And that 14-yard run is sent the Giants to San Francisco and the NFC Championship game. I think it helped us, the fact that we, we really were playing kind of playoff football since week 14 of the season. You know, that, that, that game, our 13th game in Dallas where we say, hey, we basically got to win out wow. to make the playoffs. And I think everybody just kind of had that all-in mentality, saying, hey, now's the time. You know, if you're not giving it all, now's the nice. time. We got, we, we, whatever you think you're doing, if you think you're giving it all, you got to turn it up even more. There's got to be more. You got to be able to do more, give more effort, you know, dedicate more to this season if we're going to make it special. And I think guys did, saw the outcome, and just kept, kept that going. All of a sudden, you know, like you said, we, we kind of went in playing our best football, yep. and we continued to do it those first two weeks. Yeah, I, I definitely think the Green Bay game, I don't think the score really reflects how dominant of a yeah, win that, that was. was our we, best, we, our we, best we, game. I think that was our best game. San Francisco, here we come. And, like, the revenge tour kind of keeps marching on, right? Yeah. I had some personal battles with a couple of old linemen in, in, in San Francisco. I really, really wanted to go back out there. I really, really wanted to play these guys again. And I just remember we felt like we matched up very well with them. You know, but like for you, yeah. <laughs> I didn't necessarily know if it was a better yeah, option for you. Exactly. <laughs> they were good on defense. <laughs> they were really good on it. I mean, if you Patrick think about the names, right? Patrick Willis you got, and Bowman. You got uh, Bowman. You got Smith. Willis. You got D. Smiths. Most you had Smiths. Brooks on the other side. You, their secondary, you had you know two hard-hitting safeties. safeties. You had Carlos Rogers, who had played an all-pro season in, in the slot. Yeah. And that was the matchup that I was most intrigued by because, obviously, Victor Cruz had came on the scene, and he was the guy. He was our Pro Bowl wide receiver. He was going to be the deciding factor of how we kind of yeah. dealt with that, that offense. Because knowing that they were going to get after you up front, knowing that you probably wouldn't have a, you know, a lot of time to make decisions, the fact that he was able to get you an option open quickly. Yeah, like you said, you know, Victor versus Carlos Rogers in the slot. And Victor, right off the first third down, I hit him, you know, over the middle for about 15 yards. And, you know, he ran a bunch of option routes, little quick little, you know, underneath routes where we kept hitting him. Again, that's about all we had time to, to throw a, a lot of those. Manning and Cruz are just playing flag football right now. They're playing absolute pitch and catch. Pitch and catch. You're going to have to find a way to get Carlos Rogers some help on it. I know he's the Pro Bowl corner, and Cruz is just having his way with him right now. Cruz had 112 yards on seven catches already. We wanted to run the ball, and we just couldn't. Like Every time we run the ball, we lost two yards. So I think finally, you know, Kevin Gilbride's like, well, we're not running it anymore. We're just, we're going to throw it, and we'll figure it out. And I'm like, oh, perfect. I mean, and yeah, I'm great. just getting drilled. And, 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 and you know, we kind of we threw it well, and then all of a sudden it was like a sack. You know, they just caused so many negative plays, it was hard to get into a rhythm. But, like, from my vantage point, no one ever – had anything to say about Eli's toughness. Obviously, the streak and how long you played and like taking hits and you never, even when you were hurt, you, we just felt like you was going to show up and be there on Sunday. There were some times in that game, man, I just didn't, I didn't know how you got up, to be honest <laughs> with you. You know when cops hit the scene and there's a body on the floor and they do a white outline of the body? Yeah. I felt like there were like imprints of you, your body in the ground all over the field. <laughs> From some of the hits that you took, but I'm like still this, pulling grass out yeah. of my hair from that game. But like you know, from our so. vantage point on the sideline, you don't understand how much that just riled us up because we knew you was out there giving 110%, getting beat up and still getting up, and and making the throws as you made. 
on the defensive side of the ball, it's like, listen, man, if, if this this preppy quarterback can get up and do all this stuff, <laughs> we got to do, you know, 10 times better than that. Like, there was never to be a doubt whether I was getting up or not. Like, I, I was always try to get up as fast as possible. You're, you're playing a NFC championship game, and, you know, there's no there's no laying down. You get up and, you know, whatever. Oh, you get to, Afterwards, you get to the sideline, you see the trainer, but you're not doing it at the time. <laughs> and as a defensive lineman, right, that's one thing I always looked at. When I got a sack or when one of my teams got a sack against a quarterback, how quickly did he get up? It's like a shark when you see you feel blood is in yeah, the water, sure, right? right? You oh, just hey, your hurt. energy he's level hurt. is. Let's go, let's get him your, again. Your, right? your engine just starts revving at that point. But when you see a guy, you 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 feel like you have a really hard hit on him, and you expecting him to stay down. There. And then by the time you look back up, and he's already clapping in the huddle. Yeah, that almost kind of makes you feel like, God, yeah. did I did I get him as good <laughs> as I got him? Or you know, what I'm saying so it like frustrates you. Yeah, it frustrates bit. you. And I think you know that's that's the part of the game that a lot of people don't understand. It's just that mental psyche. So. At this point in the game, we're just back and forth. It's like the defenses are really have established themselves as the dominators of this game. Our defense is really, really stifling their offense, and it's just punt city, right? Yeah, punt city. We had a turnover, and I hit Mario Manningham. That's for, right, for in the, the middle touchdown. of the end zone, right? Yeah, so we had like a third down. We kind of drew up a play. We we're trying to work Victor, and we said, you know, hey, give Mario a post on this in, in case they kind of double Ballard and Victor Cruz which they did, and they kind of doubled Akeem on the right. So, you know, Mario was kind of the only guy that was one-on-one yep, yep. and hit him on the post. And, and so, um, you know, perfect call by Gilbride and Manningham. Makes a great kind of tough catch with the safety. Manning back to throw. He zips one to the left of the end zone. Touchdown, Giants! Mario Manningham! Bob, you said he was going to come up big at some point in this game. They can't double both Cruz and Hakeem Nix. And the Giants are back in front with 8.34 to go. The biggest play of... of uh, <laughs> we haven't talked about special teams, right? The biggest factor in this game, you know, Wellerford is kicking the ball down and giving us that field position. And Williams makes an unbelievable play. We get the fumble. Boots one, returnable for Williams from his own 20. Lost the ball, and the Giants say they have it, and they do! Knocked out by Jaquan Williams. Devin Thomas recovered it. That is typical of like old school giant versus 49ers football, right? right. Field position game. Get in the fourth quarter. Someone makes a play and, you know, kick a field goal to win it. Yeah, then we get Tynes to put us, put us in, in, you know, back in the Super Bowl. Lawrence Tynes from 31 yards to put the Giants in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. Kick on its way. It's got the distance and it is good! And Lawrence Tynes has done it again. He's kicked the Giants to the second Super Bowl in four years. And again, <laughs> a familiar foe. Yep. We're going into this game. The narratives around what's happening here is like 42 was a fluke. Eli throws the lucky pass to Tyree over the, you know, nine times out of 10, that's either incomplete or intercepted or, or he's sacked. You know, everyone's talking about this is Tom Brady's, you know, revenge game. So from my perspective that week, more than I'd ever done leading up into a game was me just being observant of how my teammates responded to negativity, responded to good things that they were having going on in their life because I knew it was going to be called upon us as captains of this team. Because we you're going to face some moments in this game that obviously you're not prepared for. Sure. And like one thing that I always get asked about is that speech before the game. How mad do y'all want it today? I got a ring. Chris, you ain't got one. You don't know what it feel like. Rock, you ain't got one. You don't know what it feel like. Remember, you ain't got one. You don't know what it feel like. Boss, you ain't got one. You don't know what it feel like. I'm telling you right now, it's the best feeling in the world. 
And if it's on me today, you gonna have one after this. You know, you don't have a ring, Chris. You don't have a ring, boss. And for me, I never went into these games. or never, I hated giving these speeches. I really did. I was not the Michael Strahan of the team. He loved it. I hated right. it. But I realized that certain players needed it. For me, it was like giving me a you know, field, a football, and a helmet. I'm ready to go. But from my perspective, being observant of my teammates, some of them loved them. So that's what got me up to doing it. But in that moment, I also knew how Linville would respond with me calling him out sure. or saying his name, how Chris Canty would respond. But I also knew like I needed them to help us win the game. But if it was on me, because if I was not going to be able to walk off this field, that's how much I was going to give this team to win this game. So if it's on me, you will have one today. That's where that kind of originates. And getting the opportunity to kind of be the guy who sets the tone with the luckiest safety of my life. Brady on a play fake. He will throw. He has time. Now he's going to throw a deep ball down the middle of the field. Nobody's there as Brady took a shot. Attention to grounding. Number 12 is safety. Justin Tuck terrorized Tom Brady in Super Bowl 42. Gets a hit on Brady on the first snap of the game tonight. So Deep in their field, right? Intentional grounding, you got the safety? Is that, is that right? Yeah. Jeez, that's a good It was supposed to be a sack. So, so what, a sack or is just a safety? It was just a penalty. Just a, so I ended up only having two sacks in the game where I should have had three. But you had a safety, but not, that's not a sack. It's, it's not a sack. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. You're not bitter about not it. At all. No, not at all. Not at all. Doesn't sound like it. You know, I'm, I'm tired for the most sacks in Super Bowl history. If I would have had that one, I would, I would have the most. There you go. So, who's counting? Yeah. And, no, <laughs> I don't lose any sleep. <laughs> no. And we started the game off 2 nothing. Right. Right? And then from there, you guys get the ball. You go down. You hit Victor Cruz on what looked like a slant. Yeah. Like a quick slant. Back of the end zone, nine nothing. Just like our season, we're kind of off to the races, yep. right? We, we start the season off six and two. We start this game off, you know, nine zero, and we're feeling good about ourselves. And you know, just like our season, something went wrong, right? <laughs> um, I think they run off seventeen straight points against us. We find ourselves down seventeen nine. We had been there, right? We we kind of seen this narrative throughout our entire year. But in that moment, what are you, what are you going in the huddle, right? Because we got to go down and score. We got to get some points on the, yeah. on the board. What's happening in your huddle? What's happening on the offense? Yeah, I mean, guys? I think you know, kind of when you get down, you kind of get back to that fourth quarter. It's a two-minute drive. You know, you, you need you need some points. Like we got to get back on a roll. We got to get the momentum back. Let's let's go. Let's go. And so again, you know, y'all get another stop. Get us the ball back. Chase Blackburn interception. The interception um, was you know down the field from Gronk. You yeah. know, which is you know Gronk versus Chase Blackburn. Who are you gonna take? Chase Blackburn, right? I'm taking. There you yeah. go. I'm taking good old Chase. I would say that Our Chase path. Blackburn play is kind of like that resurgence where we just went Boom. that way, right? And obviously, you go down and score. We're down. I think it's 17-15, yeah. right? Yeah. We get another stop. You get the ball. This time, it's like we only need a field goal. Right. I'm sitting on the sideline. I'm like, I'm telling the D-line, listen, just stay in it because we're going to have to go back. Right. There wasn't a doubt in my mind that we were going to go down there and find a way to score. And I'm thinking like, yo, we're going to hit an out pass here, maybe a you know, play sure. action pass over the middle of the ballot. You know, something just, you was having none of that, right? <laughs> it was like, <laughs> yeah, it's you know. First play, for, yeah. So it wasn't like what people like to say, oh, it was a fluke throw. No, this is something you worked on. This is something that you obviously put the time in to, to put the ball exactly where it needs to be. Manning out of the shotgun set, and he's back to throw. Climbs the pocket. Deep ball down the left sideline, and it's going to be caught. Was he inbounds? Yes! What a catch. It's not quite David Tyree, but that is pretty close. And I tell people all the time, yes, Mario made a great catch, but he had no choice. <laughs> like, that ball hit his hands because you put the ball in such a great place. Now, I give Mario a lot of credit 
being able to tightrope that sideline and get two feet in right there, that's phenomenal. But that was probably the best throw I've ever seen you make. <laughs> well, thank you. I was looking to my right, and they had, you know, kind of doubling Akeem and Victor and had them blanketed. And so it was really kind of like, I'm going to look to Mario. He was running. He was full speed. Patrick Chung kind of had cheated him, I think, with my eyes looking right and saw, you know, a little window and let her fly. But, you know, great, again, great catch by him. Like, yeah, you know, over, like, that's like the hardest catch. It's like over, over your outside shoulder. shoulder. You got to keep two feet in and yeah. you're about to get hit. Yeah. So that, that was like a, such a huge play in a two-minute drive, and you get a chunk play right off the get-go. Like we're backed up at our own 10-yard line, and now we're across the 50. Yep. And like now we, we, we're kind of in the advantage and right now there. the defense is like – They're boom. You know, we, yeah. Because we only need a field goal. Right. And so, right? Yeah, right after so now I hit, your defense a, I hit is a like, slant to Akeem, and then they, they get aggressive. They're coming out blitz zero yep. a few times now, trying to back us up, get us out of field goal range, and we check to screens. And whatever they were doing, we had the answer. Yep. And we get close, and they're going to let us score, right? They're going to they, they let us score. We have a handoff. I still don't think Ahmad. He didn't know what to do. I think he meant to score. No, I he think knew he, what to score. He's like, maybe I shouldn't, but I'm, I'm scoring. I get it oh, we never told him not to. Sure. And, and like, you do it again, you you know, yeah, you got to score. Like, but we obviously we probably did give Patriots the ball back with a little bit more time than we we wanted to. But this is what I what people don't understand about most. I would say most because of players, just competitors. That. You want that moment. Like you've yeah. already had it. Right. Like, I'm, I'm actually I'm actually kind of jealous, right? That Eli gets these four quarter <laughs> heroics, and like he ends the game either with scoring the touchdown or kicking the field goal to win, and then the defense doesn't get to go out and, and kind of. Right. So you got I your want, moment now. I wanted to be a part of the group. I wanted my group to end it. And I, I had the opportunity to sack Tom. It's fourth and 18, I think. Or something. I'm feeling right? Good. It's like game's over. Yeah. Right? No, they convert. They convert. I mean, like, like, at that point, I got nervous. That's, that's when I got yeah, nervous. Got, I was yeah, like, uh -oh. got really nervous, right? So it's like, all right, they convert 20-yarder, come back. And like, I'm like, golly. Now he has a shot to like get the ball to the end zone. And you never know what happens on here. Obviously, we, we had a big one against Green Bay where it worked yeah, in our exactly. favor, right? But JPP gets a lot of pressure on Tom. Yeah. He doesn't allow Tom to kind of sit. Kind but of Tom, around. being Tom, he still gets the ball there. And that ball's in the air. And I never get it, man. I'm looking at the ball. It's in the air. It seems like forever. Like, it had to have been in the air for three minutes. The ball comes down. Kenny Phillips and, and, and Dion, they bat it down. And you just never know, right? Because yeah. you, you don't bat it, like, away. You bat it down, and there's other bodies there. Because Gronk, the ball yeah, almost it, fell in it, Gronk's hands. Yeah. And, like, it was close. Like, Gronk was close to catching that. Incomplete! And the ball game's over! And the Giants have won Super Bowl 46! Finish is what Tom Coughlin said. And the Giants have finished off the Patriots in the Super Bowl for the second time in four years. We are world champions. Everyone asked me, what is the first thing you remember? And I was like, the first thing I remember actually is Eli almost tackled me. There you go. Yeah. That's what happens when you win. You just got to go hug somebody. <laughs> you look for, you know, you and, go hug. And it was just like, we, I have this, this, this great picture in my house of me and you embracing my hands in the air and you're on, you're on top of me. And just that jubilation of knowing that all of the work that you've put in, all of the sacrifices that you put in, not only you, but us as a team, us as a staff, everyone that made up the Giants organization, that kind of just flashes in my brain right then as, as far as all the work that's put in. And you've accomplished what you set out to accomplish. And obviously having an opportunity to do it twice, the question that everyone asks me, and I'm sure you get it a lot, is which one's better? And I, I don't know the answer. It, it depends on how I'm feeling. One day I'm <laughs> yeah. saying this one, one day I'm saying that one. But like. The one reason I would say 46 was probably a little better for me personally is because 
42 wasn't necessarily my team, right? right. I was I was in a lot of ways along for the ride, right? It was you know Stray, right. it was you, it was Tumor, it was you know AP. You know I was the young buck that you know obviously played a big part in it, but you know that was that was more their team. Now 46, everybody on the team looked at us. Yep, everyone. For me, I say that that's probably why 46 is probably my favorite. <laughs> no, I, I I agree. I think obviously you know I said they're like they're like your kids. You don't really have favorites, sure. you know, but. Yeah, there's definitely some special things about 46, just the fact that the, the amount of fourth quarter comebacks we had. So, like, for me, that's something I take pride in. And, like, the amount of touchdowns in the fourth quarter, you know, it felt like you had a, a bigger impact on the team in 46 than in 42, just for, for me and just the way we were able to battle through the tough moments and, and to rise to the occasion and so many opportunities to win in three games in a row at the end of the season just to get us into the playoffs. So it's just such a fun a fun ride there yeah. and to obviously cap it off with the victory and it's you know just the feeling you have for your family for your friends for your the ownership and fans and for each player I mean that's I think that was a big part for me is kind of like yeah I wanted to win for Victor Cruz I wanted to win for Antrell yeah. I want to win JPP like the guys who hadn't won a Super Bowl you want to win for those guys when you when you have one yourself and to give those guys that feeling for the first time of being a champion is pretty special yeah and this in this league right you obviously want to have a big contract. You obviously want to make Pro Bowls. You 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 want to have touchdowns and sacks and all this stuff. But if if you don't have one of those, it's not a complete feeling. Yeah. And talking to a lot of greats that, that didn't have the opportunity to do that, you got Hall of Famers who never got the opportunity to be at the top of that mountain, to get there, to understand what it took to get there. It's indescribable. It's it's a it's a moment, you know. And, and like after the game was over, I went to the sideline. I sat on this golf cart with a flatbed. I'm just sitting there and I'm watching the perspective from a 360 view. And what it gave me the opportunity to do is just enjoy the moment, soak it in from the perspective of I got to see, you know, people hugging their families. I got to see, you know, guys crying. I got to see guys, you know, just jumping for joy in that confetti, you know, atmosphere. It put things in perspective for me of why you play this game and why it's so important to us knowing from ownership down, from the fan base that supported us all year, just how that has changed people's lives, to be honest with you. you know, I, I'm sure you get it, but I get fan mail with people talking about, you know, me and my son's relationship came better because sure. we, we united over this run. There was a nation, a giant nation of fans and people who supported us that for the next however long, even probably up until this day, they went to work bragging and, yeah. and, and it just made their lives better and that's pretty damn yeah. special and they can't take it away from us oh no they definitely can't take it away from us so i think the last thing i want to talk about you know obviously we won it now you got the trip home and the parade but the king the heroes that celebration yeah, you know seeing millions of fans yeah. You know, Eli for president signs, uh -huh. your jersey everywhere, you know, all of that. That never gets old. The, nah. the Canyon of Heroes is, is such a cool experience. And, you know, I've seen, I've seen lots of parades growing up in New Orleans and Mardi Gras, but never with that many people, three million people, and confetti and people hanging out of windows and, and out of, you know, all over the place. And so it's just a, such a great way to celebrate with your teammates one last time and with the fans, you know, say thank you to the fans, get to bring your wife along, the people who supported you along the way. So I think those are some of the coolest moments. What are your memories from that day? Yeah, I think, you know, growing up in Kelton, Alabama, I never imagined 
anything like this, right? You know, like you said, three million plus people chanting your name, chanting Go Giants, you know, celebrating this moment with you. It's unfathomable for me personally, right? Then to get to the stadium, and it just so happens that, you know, it's my son's birthday. Mm. I need y'all to do me one favor. Today is my son's second birthday. A couple of days ago, I won my second ring. So on two, I want y'all to just say, happy birthday, Jace. One, two. Having the crowd wish Jace a happy birthday and seeing happy birthday to him, you know, I, it, it almost brought tears to my eyes because, you know, that's something that I know he, he, he was two years old and he still remembers that. Yeah. He still, you know, obviously sees the video and the pictures of, of the confetti hitting him while I'm carrying him on stage. And, you know, that probably was my most favorite moment. Because you talk about it, right? You, you feel like everybody in that stadium is your family at that moment, right? If not, you know, still to this day, it just felt like it was a family atmosphere and getting the opportunity to play for the Giants obviously which is a family atmosphere type of organization that's definitely going to be something that you never forget it's so special that luckily we get an opportunity to celebrate this you know this 10-year anniversary but I look forward to the 15 to 20 I look forward to the 11th because you know we we're such a a close-knitted group that a lot of us still are very much so in touch with each other and intact with each other and understanding you know what's going on in people's lives and how the families are doing you know we were cl every team we played on was pretty much close so sure. when you win a Super Bowl that's yeah. that's, that's another a special level, bond right it's a, a special, special bond, bond. And, and and that's what I'll, I'll definitely remember about that day and 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 you know the 10 years since well talk it's been a lot of fun uh, reminiscing on this Super Bowl and that's going to conclude our all-in New York Giants podcast. It was a lot of fun, and uh, it was a great day.